Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. Right now, there are close to 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in state legislatures across the country. Lambda Legal is leading the charge against these hateful bills that target mostly trans and non-binary people. You can fight discrimination and help write the next chapter of Lambda Legal history. To learn more about their open cases and to donate, visit lambdalegal.org. That's lambdalegal.org. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. starts now. What's up, idiots? You're listening to Stradio Lab, a podcast in which me and my friend uh, George uh, unpack straight culture, but also don't do it at all. I love so- when you do what's up, idiots. <laughs> it really sets me free. It's one of the things that um, I feel like when I say it, I can trick myself into being like, yeah. I'm having fun, I'm high energy, and I'm ready to do a podcast. It's all- I always like when you start, when you do uh podcast starts now and then when you do what's up idiots i can see your face you kind of like occupy this different um mode mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. i immediately come in and and ruin it like i never actually <laughs> match your energy <laughs> but could you imagine the podcast that was me hosting with me and it would like stay that same tone the whole time it I would know. be untenable uninteresting right. and and too too much well, I always think of the, I, you know, to go back to our um, famous uh, thing where we talk about the podcast as we're making it, something mm-hmm. that we have been doing from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I do often think, are we, I'm always like, it's a fine line between being similar enough and different enough to make it interesting. Like we have to be, there has to be a kind of, uh, you know, give and take, I mean, Ebert and Roper uh, type thing. But then yes. we also can't be in such different worlds where like, you know, you're hosting Wheel of Fortune and I'm hosting um, To Catch a Predator. Like right. it can't be such different tones. It does have to be the same show, technically. The same show, or at least in the same network. 
Yeah. It, it, I think the best thing is when it feels like a crossover episode of like scandal <laughs> and um, how to get away with murder. Totally. Yeah. I think that makes sense. You just want it to be in the Shondaverse. Um, and, and it is. This podcast is in the Shondaverse. <laughs> yeah. I... I guess um, and I get self-conscious sometimes when we are doing this podcast and maybe it's like, it is a more like we're actually thinking about the topic and we're actually mm -hmm. talking about the topic and we're sort of like trying to make smart points because then I'll sort of take a step back and be like, well, I'm not, when it comes to making smart points, I don't feel like incredible in that realm. I, 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 I and so, and I'll take a step back and I'll be like, you know what? And that's beautiful that I'm taking a step back because George is shining. He is showing the world his gorgeous thoughts right now. And our guest is loving it. I think we are, we, we, we present something to our guests where it's like, you know, um, not so politically loaded, but mm -hmm. you know, our red pill or blue pill, you decide yes. sort of which direction you want to go in this podcast. Right. Um, wait, I do. So I, not to be too earnest, but mm -hmm. I, I, just don't think what you're saying is true that like you don't that you don't have like smart that you don't have <laughs> smart things to say about the topics i think you make some of the best points and it's like i always like really enjoy when you when you go in intellectually um well that's very kind of you i yeah i think i'm okay at it. i think I'm, mostly i'm just self-conscious about it self-conscious yeah well and i think sometimes maybe what happens is that i when I don't have something funny to say, I fall back on doing kind of a fake, uh, you know, you, you know, using like fake big words or something mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and hiding behind that rather than actually like saying something funny for the first time ever in my entire <laughs> life. No, look, here's what I'll say. We're both perfect podcast hosts. True. We both have the perfect balance of funny and smart. Go off. And um, if anyone wants to tell us that we're not perfect podcast hosts, I dare you to, well, actually don't reach out. Please yeah, don't. don't tell me. Please don't. <laughs> I if, take that back. <laughs> and I just, just want to say, if you don't think we're perfect podcast hosts, then kindly stop listening to the podcast, but also recommend it to your friends. Maybe give us a five-star rating. <laughs> yeah. If you don't think we're absolute perfect podcast hosts, just forgive us and move yeah. on. And and even don't stop listening to the podcast. Keep don't listening. stop listening to the podcast. And in fact, if you run into us, say, <laughs> lie to our faces and say, I love the podcast. You could not be any better. You are perfect hosts. Start to finish. Never a dull moment. And I learned something. So often when I'm walking down the street and I see someone and they don't address me and say that I'm a perfect podcast host, I think this is a listener that doesn't like the podcast. Sometimes I'll be in like a sort of maybe a gay bar or something mm -hmm. and I'll be like, you know what? Everyone here thinks I host a perfect podcast. Oh, and you, I, I see. So you think they think that you see for me, it's like, if they don't say that, I assume they don't think I host a perfect podcast. Oh, I assume they you think that's the default. I assume the positive. Yeah. Huh. Maybe that's a big difference between you and I. Would you say your gl glass cup half full and I'm cup half empty? Uh, I would. And, you know, even the fact that you changed it from glass to cup, I feel is like- Is it glass? Is, it is, is glass. It's glass and it's very half empty of you to change it to cup. Well, cup is it, so much more drab. Yeah. 
it's really like even in this metaphor you're seeing like a sadder version of it wow god that's so crazy it's like <laughs> i wish i was glass half empty all i see is a cup and it's kind of one of those like plastic cafeteria cups that's like yeah. translucent and can never look fully clean and it's and it's half empty not to sound like someone on twitter but is it just me or does Coke taste a little bit better in those plastic cups oh in a cafeteria? God. I mean, not to sound like somebody on Twitter, but does Coke just hit different in one of these? <laughs> Picture of plastic cup. <laughs> Late night conversations always hit different in one of these. It's like a photo of a chair. <laughs> I think that is one of the most iconic trends on Twitter. And the fact that it, I know we feel mixed on when we talk about Twitter on this podcast, but mm. I need to talk to somebody about it because my boyfriend's not on Twitter. And it's oh, just see. crazy. Yeah. I, I really don't want to overstep my boundaries. No, you jump in. We're obviously You're... furious, but you can keep talking. Yeah, I'm pissed, <laughs> okay. but I just okay. want to say I do feel like with Twitter, a, a relationship is best when just one person is on Twitter. See, this mm. is this is an interesting thing because you have two I, people on Twitter. I'm now with no. I'm in a two Twitter relationship. Okay. For the first time in my life. Household. Twitter on Twitter. We're a Twitter household. Um, and I would say similar, I mean, I'm definitely more, com you know, more comedy oriented, but otherwise similar ish Twitter communities too. Because hmm. your boyfriend's like New York media journalist. That's right. Yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> Not to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my boyfriend impressive. is yeah. one of the big owners of New York media. Okay. <laughs> um, and I won't say who it he is. He owned Gawker. He yeah. owned Gawker. It's actually Tina Brown. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dating Tina Brown. She is incredible in bed. <laughs> um, but it is, I, I always, and I, I I do think there's another, it's like, okay, it's like with a two Twitter relationship, it, it's like something to kind of chat about and you don't have to explain every single thing. But I do, but I do in theory agree with you that like, it is so liberating to talk to someone who has no idea about any of that stuff. Because ultimately none of it matters. I'm yeah. in a, Twitter on Tumblr relationship. Whoa. So it's kind of, Whoa. we're each coming, getting, sometimes there's crossover. Mm -hmm. Like she is showing me, you know, some tweet that maybe I saw two days ago. Sure, but huh. then there's whole lots of videos and tweets that I'm not seeing that are coming up on her Tumblr, on Tumblr. feed. Yeah. I'm sorry, but is your girlfriend from 2011? <laughs> no. I was about to say, <laughs> let's address the elephant in the room. No, I know. It's of absolute power. Are you she's is like, she C-Punk? She's like she's like a con girl. She's like an anime chick. So is that it true? Is, yeah. <gasps> huh. I didn't know that. I've met your girlfriend. I had no idea. I mean, no, she's not like full, like so anime chick. Okay, you're like, back You know, well, it's like, yes, okay, this is what I'm saying. It's very like she has a subtle Sailor Moon tattoo and like, oh. yeah, and she works in comics and has to like work the cons. So it's oh, like, wow. yes, we have dressed up at a con before. Oh, I see. Wait, okay. Here's a story about me. When I was in um, grad school, I paid for it because I had this research assistantship where I was helping this professor who studied gender in video games, which is something I, I literally know nothing about video games and nothing about That's gender. such a grad school major. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's but it's like, I truly, games. it was like, it just so happened that I was placed in that research assistantship and she's a wonderful person, but I knew nothing about it. Cut to me helping by going to conventions and interviewing people about gender and being like, so like, how does it feel being a woman in gaming? And I have no context. And I did that Girl like gamers. multiple times. I would go to like esports events. 
Isn't that Dude, crazy? That actually is insane. Yeah. So you were interviewing more like professional like girl gamers or like game So specifically designers. she was studying at the time like esports. Yeah. So like professional gamers. What is esports? Esports is like literally professional video gaming. Like okay. uh, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. And that I was also studying, feels like, very like 2011 like it, hot totally. like the hot guy thing of just being so like oh shit a girl who games exactly exactly score <laughs> yeah like can you imagine having like a chick that you could just game with damn <laughs> i sadly am so bad at video games like i always like growing up I, like wanted to be because i thought it was like a cool dude thing to do because of course i always you know kind of aspired to be like a cool straight man mm-hmm. and um i couldn't get past level two of sonic just Wow. I, I've never yeah. been good at to me video games similar to crossword puzzles similar to various other things it scares me so much that I'm not naturally good at them that I'm like oh god what if I'm stupid I can't open that I can't open that <laughs> oh it's more uh, of an ego thing for you yeah wow. I, I can't I can't if if I'm not immediately good at something it I truly am like oh I'm I I've been stupid this whole time this makes so much sense yeah give up give up I'm you know I'm actually a hardcore gamer I'm um great at them i get really really upset when i play them sometimes i will like have to walk away i was gonna away. guess that about you i was like <laughs> wait i was like sam is a gamer it was like i feel like the opposite it was like my like um grounding force as a child where it would be like mm. i may not know like i don't want to play football with the other boys but like as soon as we're like playing video games i'm in and we sense. all get along yeah that, that yeah, they're like, sense. oh, cool. They're like, like damn, this gay guy faggot. can really game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a funny thing where like, gamers have such a weird place in culture because it's like, the when we were growing up, it was cool or was not cool? I don't- it was, I'd say it was, it was standard. Like it was a boy standard, played yeah. video games recreationally. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> That's just what boys do. That's right, it's like you eat do. your Game Boy, you know, yeah. Sega, like- PlayStation came out that just happened when I realized when I was like I feel like started to realize what was like d-list about gaming was like (laughs) this in my high school there was like a computer room where like all the like big black cargo panted like Mm. you know techie types Mm -hmm. would go and I was I was like gaming on a computer and they were all like screaming into headsets and being so scary and I was like that's scary yeah when I hear the phrase gaming chair I black out (laughs) (laughs) when I was in high school I literally like hosted a video game party like I had like like this is a dark like I I called it um well this was funny I was self-aware I called it pajama jam and me and my (laughs) I had like eight guys come over and we set up different xboxes in different parts of the house what yeah and we did like a LAN party where we would all like play against each other (laughs) on different screens in the same house setting you up for kind of a sex party wait so i was about to say this actually makes sense with everyone's bringing their own xbox (laughs) knowing now sam your pension you know your um, interest in spa culture, things like that. You always love guys coming together. Wait, also, how many TVs are being set up? How much equipment is being hauled? And how old are you? Uh, this was like 16 or And everyone's bringing over monitors and X and boxes. At, at and least, there were at least three Xboxes brought over. Wow. How many TVs? I guess there were so i think somebody three. brought one tv but we had three tvs in the house you're like mom can we unplug this tv and you're like and it's like 
you know, not to age you, but the TVs I imagine were thicker then. They were thicker. You then. literally like have kicked everyone out of your house and you are like hosting a giant, like three level gaming night. I mean, that sounds epic though. Oh, it um, actually was incredible, a night to remember. To circle back to gaming chairs for a second, um, I don't know if you guys follow on Instagram, Adrian, winner of Top Model season one. <laughs> I, I don't do you? I do remember her, but <laughs> I don't follow her on Instagram. Wait, now I wanna I, I'm like oh wait. But, sorry, to, we have to take it back two steps. What? We never introduced our guest. Oh. Because like we have to introduce I'm, I'm sorry, I hate to pull the brakes like this, but we have to introduce you because I think I did this last time. I, <laughs> no, and I jumped in before the introduction, I ruined everything. Wait, what no, no, you... no. George thinks I'm conservative because I like to introduce the guest. Yeah. It's do you think that's conservative? conservative. No, I honestly, I think it's like people want to know. And I, you know, cause then there's like, they lose track and I want sure, people to know sure. who I am, you know? Yeah. Okay, Sam. Take I mean, yeah, on. that is more playing by the podcast rules. Right. Well then listeners, please welcome to Stradio Lab, Lily Moroda. Hi, Lily. Hi, Lily. And hey, also, girl. while we're being hey, conservative. Idiot. I love that. The, <laughs> hey, fucking idiots. <laughs> Numbskulls. <laughs> it's very Mark Marin. Um, yeah. I was gonna say it's actually more. Um, I felt more of like a dry, like afternoon drive by. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. rock afternoon station. Yeah. Mark Marin. It's like I do. I am, and first of all, so attracted to him in a way that really? is so toxic. Oh. That's so surprising to me. How? Why? Just like Gen I- X dad stuff. Yeah. That feels like more my vibe, but Mark Marin, kinda like older man stuff. I like older men. You just like bears. Yeah. Well, I'm just surprised. And I also occasionally like bears. For the record. For the record, I mean, Mark I'm glad... Marin is not a bear. But Mark Marin is not a bear. That's what I'm saying. Like that's not Sam's type. He's like a thin otter. I guess he's an like otter, a he's starving an otter. or otter. If okay, I play my cards right, I could I don't look like him, him as, one day. I don't think of him as thin. Mark oh, Marin? I do. Yeah. He's, he's thin. He's like skinny. Sometimes when people have like facial hair, it throws me and I I see them. Well, yeah, when you're like the first, when you say <laughs> wow, Mark Marin, you're not face. I do encourage you, Sam, to look up photos of him. Like he is he's thin. Well, okay. I'm sorry I told you I I doubted that you ever thought he was hot. I believe you. And I, I think you're say, allowed to like I'm telling the truth. <laughs> okay, you're right. He is thin. Huh. The more and you know. And that's not good or bad. It's just a fact. Size, it's just a fact. Positivity, all sizes. Size? All podcast sizes. All bo- <laughs> <laughs> In this podcast, we're welcoming of all sizes of uh, older kind of um, hairy comedians. <laughs> Wait, Lily, we keep interrupting. I feel like I keep interrupting you. Game I'm chairs. doing it too. Oh, I'm doing it too. Yeah, I know. I mean, I really could talk about it. I feel like Mark Barron and how embarrassing he is for yeah. so long. But like, also, I feel like I listened to him for so long too. Anyway, but back to gaming chairs. Adrian, who won cycle one of ANTM, and like she was like the super like metal one. <laughs> um, she so her Instagram is insane because she's like so libertarian and lives now in Montana with her husband who's like i think a professional gamer and she's always like instagramming from a gaming chair no yeah just being like fuck hollywood like but also sells avon products but is also like (laughs) like she's very like she i don't think she is QAnon, but like Mm -hmm. she seems close (laughs) yeah i mean 
in this like i don't fuck she's just more like why the f- i'm not gonna fucking trust the government it, it yeah. libertarian gamer connection is so strong and i don't know why that is this is my a lot of my aversion to gaming has to do with like both politics and aesthetics <laughs> where i'm like i don't like the aesthetics of it i think like that was a big thing when i would go to these gaming conventions like i everyone it, it made me like so upset to see people look like that <laughs> and then <laughs> describe the aesthetic no i don't mean they're physical i don't mean like that they're Ugly attractive or not gamers. attractive i mean like everything they were wearing was like weirdly designed merch and like hair that's different colors and like it just it's like why not i mean if you're gonna go do that why not go all the way and go to disneyland well but are you saying i feel like it is kind of that crossover of like con culture where it's like it's nerdy nerdy alts like you're talking about like one streak of pink yes cargos weird technical um like some sort of messenger bag, lots of pockets. Yes. I also, I think I like struggle with fan culture because whenever I see people doing, which is, I I don't know. um, I'm like, do your own, why don't you create your own character? I don't know. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So you hate all, I love all fan culture. I'm a big fan of- What are you- You're kind of insulting my people. What are you like, Like what's your vibe fan culture wise? Um, I think I will. I love when I've like gone to the content. I love, I don't really know any of the stuff that is at like a comic con, but it's like, I love seeing people mm-hmm. be fans. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the, and the I think joy. maybe I would like it more if I was even a little bit away. I think like th- what I went to, which was literally like an esports thing. I didn't even know no, and the people sound monstrous. Any, like if I were to go to like if I were to go to Comic Con, at least I recognize like who Batman is. Like I can appreciate, you know what I mean. So I don't. No, know. No, the video game conventions, the people there, they sound terrifying. <laughs> okay, great, great, great. I the I only thing in similar. I went to like uh, I did like robotics in high school, <gasps> and I went Twi- to like oh, okay, so uh, yeah. you're like wicked smart. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually not. I. I went to like a really, (laughs) it was a really rural high school and they just like had this program. So the bar of entry was really low because they were like, if you want to do it, like you kind of just roll up and like, like I tried to drill stuff and learn a little, but I was really bad at it. But we would go to like the big gaming or not gaming, the like robotics competition convention every year. And it was like kind of fan culture where people would like their teams would like have themes and like dress up and matching like costumes and uh it was kind of fun actually and i (laughs) was able to let go and um had a blast interesting i totally thought i mean what a heartwarming episode so far except for me who hates (laughs) yeah you hate i went to um also the sopranos con which now that, right before, oh, that i'm down. so curious about that was insane the band i mean it was basically mostly like autograph it was very like they were like guys who started but they were like this is our first con ever mm-hmm. so it was like just a lot of lines for autographs and then the best part some of it like was just like so random and just like this is so fake and not like a you know i would have liked the, my, my favorite part was this experience they made um the therapist room Mm. and i wanted more experiences like that and then they had like the horse from the show there who was just kind of like standing yeah. off to a corner no i um, mean listen to go somewhere and it's like central perk that's oh, huge i 
would that thing I would kill to go when they recreated Central Perk. Yeah. And I remember I like looked up and because uh, I just like am a basic like friends girl. Um, and I was like, it was all sold out or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. No, it's like I won't. I, no, Central mug? Perk is huge. <laughs> Sit with the huge mug. I have. Se- I <laughs> get the pick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Straight to grid. Uh, I I did. Okay, I which was friends? Intrigued. Who are we on friends? Let's do it. <laughs> okay, wait. That's a you're so you're so in sync because one of our favorite things is to categorize people. Who are you, Lily? Um, I think I'm a mix of mm-hmm. Joey and Chandler huh and yeah. i'm feel free if you guys disagree with that like i'm so i could su- see that for you i could see i could that see that like i am so sub but i would say i'm like not uh like i'm a little more like sarcastic yeah more wise like huh. chandler is I, I sorry go ahead no you go you go here's the th- dark thing about me is that i do have a i i have a, a lot of ross in me mm. <laughs> I have Ross in me and I and I'm trying to be like, okay, it's Ross and someone else. I, I think guess. you're a little bit you're a Ross Chandler. Yeah. I could see that from me. Okay, Sam. I'm being can I please I was gonna there? say I've actually I'm not super familiar with the friends um uh universe. Uh, I've I've maybe seen like an ep or two in passing. Oh so, wow! Okay. Oh, wow. I feel like I've I seen can't... unfortunately every single ep multiple Same. times. Wow! So it's... I feel like maybe you guys could pick for me. Yeah, yeah. Let's pick for Sam. Okay. Lily, you go first. I think he has kind of strong Phoebe energy. Yes, I think Phoebe energy, but not full like it's not full like Phoebe because he's not like you're not so hippie. Like I talked to my dead grandmother, but yes. I feel like. You would you are kind of at the cafe like saying something like Reverend's like oh that's so silly but then mm-hmm. they're like you're like oh wait that is true you know right. you're kind of <laughs> yes I think Phoebe um, and it's also like I think Sam has a confidence I'm trying but none of them the thing is they all kind of suck I mean maybe he's Phoebe meets Rachel I was yeah maybe it's a little Phoebe Rachel yeah. Rachel I mean, I, is the Carrie Bradshaw of Friends, yeah. so like everyone has a little bit of Rachel. Yeah, Rachel is the the Gryffindor of Claire. <laughs> and that's something I, I know nothing. What's great about, about this podcast is like I can convince myself that when we talk about Rachel being the Gryffindor of Friends, that's like really really funny and <laughs> insightful, and like and like it's actually good. I think that's actually genius. <laughs> I agree. Um, so I don't. Yeah, I speak. You don't really know friends. I I've never read the Harry Potters. I've never seen the movies. Wow. That you is my, Matthew also has never. That's like to me. And I don't have any from. special. Like I've I've read the books once, and I've seen the movies once. And like I I got excited when they came out, and then I kind of left it in my you know early teen years, and then moved on. But like I can't imagine not being aware of them at all. Like because they were such a big part of my childhood. Sam, were you Harry Potter? I was a big uh, Harry Potter head. I, I loved the stuff. Yeah, I mean, at the time, I w- it was like so fun. I guess when it came out, and I'm gonna, I feel like I had this like 
I have this like anti-fantasy thing and all I've ever wanted to be mm. was like older. I feel like when I was young. So yes. like when they came out, I was like, those are for fucking kids. Totally. <laughs> and totally. I'm 13. Because right. When did yeah. the first one kind of drip drop? It came out in like 1999 or 2000. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I was like, I'm entering seventh grade. I don't read kids books. For me, the huge turning <laughs> point was watching Adaptation starring Meryl Streep. That's when I realized mm. I'm an incredibly serious consumer of art. <laughs> Wait, isn't adaptation with Cameron Diaz? No, that's being John Malkovich. Oh, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, when Harry Potter was dropping, how exciting. I mean, to like roll up to, I love, you, George, you know this. Mm. I love a collective feeling. I love when everyone <laughs> can- stuff. I love when the com the community can all come together and sort of uh, talk about something all at once. Yeah. Well, the um, final Harry Potter book came out on my birthday. And I remember I was at camp at the time because I'm a summer baby. And we all went like to the bookstore to like get the last stop. Harry Potter book. Yeah. <laughs> I went to, I was at Walmart at midnight, baby. I was picking this thing up. Wow. Oh shit. That midnight release. That midnight release though. I mean, that's so fun. It's so I guess fun. It's, it's true that like, I don't allow myself to do things like that because it feels somehow, sorry, not at the time. You're really anti-fan culture. I am. I am. Go somewhere at midnight to get the new book. You <laughs> let yourself, I want you. Let yourself love. Let love Barnes in. and Nobles. Yeah. Midnight, getting the new, um, it's a hot new book you want to read. <laughs> the new <laughs> Sally Rooney. The new Sally Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> Union Square, Midnight, Barnes and Nobles. Have you heard of the title of the new Sally Rooney? Uh, what, remind me? I saw it's, it on Twitter. It's psychotic. It. it is beautiful world, where are you? <laughs> She's trying to go straight to TV. That's straight every to TV. title yeah. right now. I find them so, why are shows titled like that now? Like Beautiful World, Where Are You? Like, 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 I feel like they're all like really long, like, uh, hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, to, oh I'm no. like, are shows long? I suddenly Bit can't think of any examples. Oh, wait, that, that show with the, that was at like the fake Bit of Lies with Kerry Washington, Little Fires. Little Fires Everywhere. Little Fires Everywhere. Little Fires Everywhere. <laughs> Which did you guys see? <laughs> I actually I did watched watch that, that in actually. its entirety. Yeah, same. Okay. I, I, I was too, obsessed yeah. with that, even there though I was like, this I is mean, so bad. But I mean, I'm... to watch Carrie Washington act is one of the great joys we have. Like, <laughs> she, her acting, it's like, she's like, you're acting. Like, yeah. it's, like it's, true. <laughs> it's like someone who, as much as in her normal life, she is incredibly intelligent, super like savvy businesswoman. So, you know, whatever. Then you watch her act and it's like, have you met a person? Do you know how people act? <laughs> no, she's the, okay, I'm going to bridge the gap. She is the clear Game Boy of acting. You can see all the gears, mm. but you love it. You're like, I can see exactly how she's deciding to talk and move, but it's kind of fun to- <laughs> Wait, that's so funny because I think it's always this, it's like her lips just quiver and she, it's like no matter what she's saying, yeah, it's she's like-, like <sighs> I'm upset. Yeah. Like, yeah, or every it's like time, a it's tiny like... thing will set her off, especially in Little Fire Everywhere. It's like her kid would come back home and she'd be like, Where were you? <laughs> no, I know that twist that it was just, I'm already even forgetting the twist yeah, that it, it was just matter. like she stole the baby or whatever. Um, so sorry for if you're watching it right now, we're giving away <laughs> Little Fires Everywhere spoilers like seven months later. Um, yeah, but it was like, 
every episode it was kind of like okay and you're getting mad again that right yeah, was like yeah. with reese it's like well it was just like we get it. it's also i think maybe it was a little underwritten too because it was like okay mm-hmm. she has some past trauma right but then the direction for carrie washington was like remember you have trauma <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was like every scene would start and then she would like go in and do her lines and be like i have trauma i have trauma i have trauma i have trauma sit and action <laughs> and then she would like start speaking yeah that also, I'm like, whoa, that came out in the pandemic. Like, that's no, why I know I all these it. shows. I'm like, saw normal people, little flowers ever. That's why that was like, I just think of those in terms of like, instead of months, it was like, oh, instead of May, that was normal people. Yeah. And then <laughs> little fires everywhere month. Um, well, and then chromatica month. <laughs> i'm still in chromatica month you really are still in chromatica month it's actually psycho i not to this is a hard right but i listened to chromatica on the way to the spa on friday and um it was just i was like fully transported to june and um felt i do think it had more of an effect on you than anyone else yeah i'm like i feel like i listened to it once and then i was like okay I think I listen to it like a child, like like Just watches their repeat, favorite show. Absolutely, so funny. I it's think it's weird. like so. Char- I mean, it's like <laughs> your unbridled love for Chromatica is really special. I think. <laughs> did you get merch? Speaking of, I fandom? did actually. I got. I have. <laughs> I got, it's psychotic. I got three T-shirts. Three T-shirts. I did not know you got three. And, wow. And I don't want to. I. Yeah, I'm not necessarily proud of the fact that I got three t-shirts. It, it was like, okay, well, I'm getting one t-shirt. I got one. And then I was like, well, then the I want that one too. Because then she kept dropping more. Different was, shipments. It wasn't, you weren't on the site, ladygaga.com slash store. No. And just. Because <laughs> I thought you were, I thought you were maybe, you got three because you were like, okay, if I'm paying for shipping, I might as well get more. That's what right. I recently did with my artisanal jams is I got four of them <laughs> because shipping was $10. <laughs> right, you—it's the classic thing where they get you with the, where you think you're saving money, exactly. and then all of a sudden you're spending a hundred dollars on jams. I mean, literally ten. almost a hundred dollars on jams. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and then I, but then online I got... jam. Yeah, uh, it's it's go to. <laughs> I just in feel a, like in a jam. That's what it's called. I N N A. In a jam. jam. Yeah, like we're in a jam. Oh. oh. I just feel like jam not to kind of. Um, roast you for this online Whoa. jam buying yeah i just like jam is something that you should buy when you come upon it like oh my god i'm at this provision re upstate rental yes. and like yes. all you actually yes. have yes. to do randomly is go jam shopping and you buy right. the 13 jam and you walk out so so here's the and here's the <laughs> thing i agree with you so completely and not just that but my grandmother famously makes a fig jam in Greece that I always bring back with me when oh, I go. Fuck. So I'm you so on board with jam being in Greece. Grant with jam being a <laughs> non-internet purchase. But first of all, Matthew turned me on to this jam. Second of all, it's Ina Garten's favorite oh, fig jam. Well, you should have I mean... led with that. So you can't not. Yeah, no. If 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 Ina has her stamp on it, then. yeah. <laughs> then then you're buying it. But yeah, I appreciate I you dragging me for that because you're so right that it's neoliberal to order jam online. Yeah, to be like, yeah. my, my, my. I have no, it's like bone app. It's like, uh, you need this jam in your life and here's why. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've got it. Let's have the first jam subscription service. Each week, a new jam Ooh. comes to your door, personalized based on what you love. Take I mean, this quiz to find out what jam... <laughs> you want the we idea find that your you both think this jam doesn't profile. already exist like of course this already exists 
Uh, um, wait, should we do our first segment? Yeah, let's do our first segment. And here's the twist is I, one of mine will be a wild card because I have three out of the four. I love that. Okay. Well, Lily, our first segment of our very structured podcast is uh, called Straight Shooters. And we ask you a series of rapid fire questions, uh, basically uh, A or B question, and you just answer um, whichever one you are drawn to. Okay. Uh, the rules are no follow-up questions. And if you feel like breaking that rule, we'll, we'll remember. We'll be mad. <laughs> <laughs> I won't get a sample of the inner jam. <laughs> um, it's okay. Ina's birthday recently too. I saw. And definitely happy birthday to Ina. Happy birthday, yeah. Ina! And I'm so sorry, uh, my uh, podcast partners dragged me for only wanting to try your favorite fig jam. <laughs> um, George, do you want to kick us off? Sure. Lily, band of brothers or sisterhood of the traveling pants? Sister of the traveling pants. Lily, link in bio or swipe up for more info? Swipe up for more info. The London Review of Books or London Bridge by Fergie? Oh, London Bridge. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you give a moose a muffin or because I'm bluffing with my muffin? Because I'm bluffing with my muffin. <laughs> being a history buff or being Hillary Duff? Being Hillary Duff. These are easy. <laughs> Uh, this one's a bit of a stretch. Um, Eminem or Tiananmen Square? Eminem. <laughs> I love the insinuation that Tiananmen Square is straight. <laughs> All right. Calling unemployment fun employment, calling your stimulus check a stimmy, or calling your friends these beautiful people? <laughs> or sorry, these beautiful humans. Fuck, I fucked yeah. it up. Uh, no, it's okay. You nailed it. We got the gist. Oh, I'm almost torn on that one. And I know this is kind of a follow-up and I'm not supposed to explain myself, but like, it just sounds fun to be so straight. Actually, no, I feel like that's actually more queer to be like, uh, my beautiful human friends. It is queer. It's, <laughs> it's like toxic queer. queer. It's toxic yeah, queer. Yeah, toxic queer, yeah. To be like these awesome, amazing beings. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I'm just gonna answer Stimmy check. Oh, that's, okay. yeah. And um, yeah, I do refer to mine as such. It's more fun and I can't help it. Um, okay, uh, here's my last one. Uh, checking in on your extroverted friends as things remain closed, checking in <laughs> on your introverted friends as things open up, or checking yourself into a surgeon to get a new brain. <laughs> um, checking in on your extroverted friends. Yeah. I'm going with. I'm like, what's going on with extroverts and introverts? Can Where we are we can, on that? And can we talk about it? Yeah. Yeah, let's let's do it. Lily, let's, not to drag yeah. your girlfriend, but the extroverted introverted conversation is just a remnant of Tumblr culture that we cannot get rid of. No, well, and I'm always like laughing, like it's beyond the kind of queer exchange like everyone's bio when she sends me like a tumblr like it, it's everyone is like you know she they enfg like the personality su quizzes. super witch um <laughs> yeah. like cat hoarder gryffindor <laughs> like yeah. awesome human wizard um, oh, that is so rough someone wizard. <laughs> someone again not to bring up the improv class that i taught <laughs> but um my former student also friend also named lily was like hey um my best friend does enagrams and 
she would love to like test, do a session with you and we could figure out what you are. And I was like, what the fuck is an Enneagram? Yeah, and what? I think it's something in the personality oh. testing genre. The personality testing stuff is so creepy to me. It's because it's this desire for an outside um, entity to tell you what you are. Well, I, I feel like I took one of those tests and I thought it was going to be more fun and more like 17 quiz or mm-hmm. more Cosmo quiz. And it was just like a little more boring. Like I do like quizzes where I'm like, you know, again, like, you know, Aria, Ross or Rachel, like. Oh, that I love. You know, that, I mean, right? Like what type of latte are, what type of yeah. coffee are you? No, no, no. Sign <laughs> yeah, me up, like, put it, it into my veins. Like I would love to know if I'm a Cortado. Right. But, but when it gets to like, then it's like faux science. I'm like, no, just tell me if yeah, I'm Ross Yeah, it's just like, and it's so boring. It's like when you go into a room, how many minutes does it take you to like say hi to someone? It's kind mm-hmm. of like I'm falling asleep, you know? Yes. But yeah, I would do if this person is going to have like such a crystal sesh with me where they ask me so many questions or mm-hmm. like tell me something, which I'm down for that. Yeah. So. Well, what you need. Is, okay. So not to get too, you know, violently intellectual. But the issue with personality quizzes is that you don't know yourself. So like you can't be trusted to answer, you know, when you walk into a room, what's your first thought? You're not going to, you don't actually know that. That's why you need a literal professional to put you in an institution in a room covered in pillows. And then they can tell you. Right, the question should be more Cortado based to tell you your personality type. (laughs) Right, right, and (laughs) also to be honest, I when when those sort of which latte are you uh, quizzes come up and they are lazily done, I do get upset when they are like, "How do you feel about whole milk?" Like, and I'm like, "You're getting too literal." If you're asking, if you're going to figure out what latte I am, I need you to ask me like what my how I would argue with a friend. Right. Like, it's literally like, <laughs> what kind of coffee are you? Question one, do you put milk in it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's like not like full trial. It's like question. It's like, I'm not trying to like do a hotel order. You want to know just like, do you like use a scrunchie? And then it's like, yeah, you're a Frappuccino. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, and you are if you use a scrunchie. <laughs> <laughs> I just rewatched the Sex and the City scrunchie. Up. Oh my God, I did too a couple of weeks ago. Oh, six, I guess season six is in the air. Season six is in the air. No, the springtime is absolutely season six season. (laughs) It's season six season, yeah. It's kind of, as we're all getting the vaccine, it's like, well, let's also remember how Sex and the City ended. You know what I mean? I do think a lot of people are watching, uh, I think a lot of people are rewatching Sex and the City right now to be like, okay, this is, I'm going to have to go back to what's real New York. York. Right. Yeah, no, it's We're um, like, okay, right, reservations. Um, right, a, a restaurant opening. Yes. Yeah, well, I also think so much of, I think now New York is going to be like what people remember it's supposed to be. Like, it's going to be like a caricature of itself because everyone's going to like be performing normalcy. So it's well, literally going to be like, you know, when they go to that club called Bed? Oh, yeah. It's so literally going to be like, I'll see you at Bed. Well, and I also feel like the rise of, it's like people are going back to the Sex and the City, like thinking it's so cool if the Baltazar and the Odeon is like the only like restaurants that like- A hundred percent. Anyone goes to anymore, which is yeah. like more Sex and the City era because they're like, right, let's go to the big martini. I would so, I, w- I mean, truly like every time I go to those places now, it is so much more enjoyable than going to like the, you know, oh, it's a, it's a, you know, like the new- Carol Garden's brunch place with the turmeric lattes. Like, no, yeah. it's um, want... 
you can't know it's it's we're going back you into, want that true dining out experience yes, that's yes. like bam you're you at a want New what York you fantasized it being when you were a teenager yes i think maybe we should bring up our topic actually. that's right because lily you sent us a couple options and one really jumped out at us both of us um thrilled flattered and that is the quarter zip the quarter zip the, the quarter, zip. quarter zip and when we say quarter zip i mean it's like i was thinking the quarter zip sweatshirt but i think mm-hmm. we can also talk about you know i was talking about more of the men's quarter zip sweatshirt but i think mm-hmm. we could also talk about a very maybe like um middle-aged women's quarter zip like tight athletic interesting top two that just came to me so the athletic <laughs> quarter into- zip the athletic quarter like the lululemon quarter zip is also a, a big part of this Yes, but I i mean, really, I think it's more about the quarter zip sweatshirt. Yes, because... we've got to start the quarter zip sweatshirt. Yeah. and then Because that's can... where it all starts. That's yeah. where it all starts because it's... And the quarter zip sweater, like the Kohl's, mm-hmm. Chaps, Ralph Lauren quarter zip sweater. Right, because I'm thinking Brooks Brothers, Ralph Lauren, uh, J. Crew. Mm-hmm. That's where my mind is. Yeah. And I feel like I brought this up because I'm always thinking, okay, I'll, I have... I, I was like, last year, I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm finally going to like, I wanted to like reclaim and like make the quarter zip cool. Mm-hmm. I remember I seeing like, something about this on Twitter mm, from you. Yeah, I, that's, it I really think jumped out at me. Is, yeah. Okay, because it's like, I, it's probably been, you know, a theme in my life for years. Yeah. So thank God we're really processing it. <laughs> I want, it, I, it's so funny. I actually suddenly came to me. I have a fully complete theory of the quarter zip, but I don't want to say it yet, but I want to hear what you, you know, what are, what is your history with the quarter zip? What makes it straight to you? Um, where do you see it going, et cetera? Is there a future for it? Is there a future? Yeah, I think the ultimate, it's like, you know, I'm from Boston and I, I like, you know, I, my style icons are, you know, the the Matt Damons, the Mark Wahlberg, this 100%. kind of like, it's badass yet it's like, preppy a little bit it goes between it's it's punk and preppy but it but it's irish but it's working man and so like the dressed up boston guy at christmas i think of in like a you know a brooks brothers or like a you know maybe a little lower tier of the chaps mm-hmm. quarter zip sweater and i was like can i rock that and it like won't look just like random and teacher on me like can i make that <laughs> I don't know, look cool. And I ended up, the quarter zip item I have, I wouldn't say is true, that type of quarter. I got up like a Carhartt quarter zip sweatshirt, but it has a hood. So it's- mm. Oh, that's different. It's that a little different. bit different. So I actually never did purchase a straight up conventional quarter zip. I think the quarter zip is like such a uniform for like the Midwestern, like I, you're nailing the like the Christmas party thing. And it's like, I think part of the thing <laughs> that makes it so straight is that it is fear based. It is like, yes. how can I not have a fashion? And so yeah. it's trying to like not make And it's a like choice. breathable or something like that. It's like, well, okay, I got to dress up. So I have to wear the sweater, but like, I'm going to throw a zipper in there. But I'm, I'm not, not gay. Gonna, I'm not <laughs> yeah. gay. I'm not going to wear a fucking V-neck or just a crew neck. Like I'm a man. I got to breathe and I got to. Yeah. There's Easy a zipper. So it's actually off. technology. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, when you were talking uh, about uh, re- purposing uh culturally the quarter zip i 
thought that was so um, interesting because I I feel like I too can really like almost like fetishize like like extremely plain man things. Yeah, in a way that to is the like, point where you're like it's a thing and it's like it's actually not a thing. It's so much more. It means so <laughs> <Yeah>. much. <laughs> And I have this whole theory and you're like, no, it's going to be right. It's like this idea to fetish the most plain, simple, straight man style to be like, no, it's like so subtle that it's going to be revolutionary. Yeah. So (laughs) then I'm just like, I'm like, oh, wait, I'm just going to like, I'm like, oh, if I wear this quarter suit with khakis, I'm like, I'm just going to look like a weird lesbian middle school. (laughs) (laughs) This happens to me every time I try in any way, fashion wise to like, wear something ironically my just my face and my like I can't my I'm not cool looking enough to be able to do that so if I attempt to wear like baggy khakis ironically I just look bad I don't look like a cool person in Bushwick or if I you know if I try to wear like bad glasses or something oh wait can I tell you my theory of the quarter zip please all the way off okay so this is two-pronged but essentially the quarter zip is an example of like optimization, like this desire for optimization where it's like you can't commit to it, go the zipper going all the way and you can't commit to just wearing a crew neck. So it's like, oh, look, this can do all of those things. It's like one, in, it's two in one shampoo. It's like- <laughs> Right, which is, oh, very like male to just be so like, I got all the things. It's a yeah. mix of everything. Yeah, it's like a Swiss one army knife. Yeah, it's like saying like, oh, I don't need a fork and knife. I have a Swiss army knife in my pocket. Like that's <laughs> that's a quarter zip. Um, it's also like, it's like trying to optimize, but then making something worse. Like I feel so well, much- Well, it's also of- very dad to just like love like new random technology. Like yes. my dad was so obsessed with sharper image and just like different totally. things of like, oh, this button will locate my keys, which will turn, my dad is will, will turn on the car before mm-hmm. I get to it. And it's like, why? Yes. It's restoration hardware, like when my dad discovered flashlights where you just have to like shake them and then they charge. And it's literally like- I've never even heard of that, buying It's like they don't need batteries. (laughs) So you just shake them and it literally looks like, you know, that like, what's that shake weight that like looks like you're jacking? I was like, flashlight. It's literally like that. My dad like bought those flashlights at restoration hardware and was like, look at this. And it's like him (laughs) just like jerking a flashlight off. Um, but yes, I, I mean, sharper image. Yes, I mean, they are, quarter zips are the the kind of clothing that would be sold at sharper image. And it's also- Well, actually, sorry, I- No, you go, you go. I, you disagree. I, I disagree. Okay. I think you're walking into sharper image in a, no, in, you're opening, you're in your Christmas quarter zip, opening up a present from sharper image. You're right. I think clothing sold at sharper image, it would be like I and I's like, remember they were- A turtleneck like, made of t- titanium. Yes, <laughs> that like repels- Yes, 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 yes. yes. Sweat right, and right. charges, or it's Bluetooth sweater. You're right. It, um, <laughs> you're right. The, there's also the element, it, the quarter zip is very Christmas. It's very Christmas, <laughs> and we can't talk about it without talking about Christmas. Which you can't talk about without talking about Thanksgiving. I literally have worn a quarter zip on Christmas. I have like a distinct memory of wearing a quarter zip on Christmas. But it's it's like also the gift, like in the same way that like um like toxic masculinity is bad for everybody, like it's bad for men too. Like they are given these sweatshirts yes. as a gift because they're like 
like everyone is like, well, you're supposed to want this too. It's like the gift for someone that you like don't know who they are. You just give it to a dad. You're like, I guess size large and because right. you don't it, have a personality. Right. It's the cycle where like, oh, why are guys wearing quarter zips? <laughs> but then it's like, well, why do we keep on giving our dads quarter zips? Why do we do that? Yeah, we're Ooh. enabling the quarter zip. Even, and this might be crazy to bring up, the quarter zip, I do think kind of maybe a few of us in this Zoom could reclaim or kind of mm-hmm. test that out. What really I think would be the ultimate thing that really is just so hideous. And I feel like now actually beyond the quarter zip ultimate straight guy is the sweater. It is quarter, but it's not a zip. It's the three huge buttons. Uh-huh. Owlish uh-huh. neck. Yeah. I don't and I have those. one. And I have yeah. one of those. <laughs> here's what here's and what it's from March that. from Rack. Here's what queers that is how cozy they look. Yes. It's, it's a Christian cozy. girl. And, and you know what? Autumn, I wear it exactly it once a year. Yeah. Exactly once a year. I look at it and I'm like, oh, look at you. Like, this is cozy. <laughs> you cozy, cozy bitch. And that Nordstrom rack, I mean, that's like HQ for quarter zips and <laughs> sweaters. And... Yeah, it's Nordstrom rack is very much like, where were you when you found out Nordstrom Rack is fake? Like, because you used to think Nordstrom Rack is like, oh my God, it's the designer stuff, but it's discounted. And it's like, no, it's a scam. Right. Um, and, and this is me on what? Twitter. You're just telling me this? <laughs> I was today years old when yeah. I found out Nordstrom Rack was a scam. All this Nordstrom Rack talk is just making me more sad that Century 21 closed. Because I feel like that's what... And we could, I mean, we could just talk about Nordstrom Rack for ages. It's just like, that's clearly what they're trying to say. Exactly. Being like, we have designer deals, but it's like, exactly. no, it still is mostly just like a random pile of Tommy Hilfiger stuff that like is probably something wrong with it. And that's why yeah. it's like $20. We're Century 21. I feel like you are finding something Dolce for like $500 off. That's what it is. It's like the worst of all worlds. Cause like, you're not vintage shopping. You're not shopping at an actual Nordstrom like clearance. But you're also bin. not TJ Maxx where it's But like... you're also not TJ Maxx because you're still paying like slightly more than you think all these things are worth. Right. Also and, and then there's like there's like fake brands too. Like it's yes, literally that fake. are made for it. It's yeah. just like like um... my sweater with the three buttons is a fake Nordstrom <laughs> rack brand. Like not I know like Vince Camuto is like a it's like that is an actual brand or whatever, yeah. but it feels like something, it is something like that. No, they're like all called like Mano, Mano, or it's like um, f- uh, uh, Narrow <laughs> Canal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Narrow Canal sweater collection. Yes. I, I can't wait to see this sweater, you know, come Christmas time. Come I mean, I'll, I'll wear it. I, I do Orthodox I, Easter. Do you I, celebrate? Yes, I do. I'm My sister's visiting for it. Okay, coming right up. Perfect. Well, maybe it's Wait, too in fact, heavy. I actually, I don't, I can't remember when this episode is coming out, but like, I am actively looking for where I can eat lamb on a spit on a sidewalk. So if anyone has any suggestions, please let me know. I would love to look into that for you. Because there are, <laughs> like, in years past, I bet you just like a bunch of Greek restaurants are doing it, but in years past, it's been much more in your face. Like, Time Out New York will do like where to have lamb on a spit on Easter. Oh, okay. And so there's there's just gonna be like a lamb outside that they're roasting on a spit, and then you go and line up, and they like shave it off for you. Yes. Well, no, you don't even. It's like you maybe have a sit down dinner, but but the lamb comes from a spit that's on the sidewalk that you can okay, see. Okay, got um, it. I want that so bad. I know. Now. And then there's the other thing is the soup called mayirita, which is literally a soup with like all the insides of the lamb. 
Oh, and it's like all those, all those good bones making yes. a good broth. It's bone broth. It's bone broth. Easter bone broth. Easter bone broth. <laughs> Orthodox Easter bone broth. Do you guys want to try your Easter bone broth? <laughs> <laughs> I actually love bone broth. <laughs> Is Silence. that crazy to say? <laughs> I know. I was like, I feel nothing towards you that don't. Statement. Okay. Well, so I was yeah. Like, no, I mean, I love bone broth too. But it, this is a, talk talk about scams. I mean, bone broth is just broth. No, it totally is. <laughs> right. But I guess like, what I like is all the broth idea- is made of bones. So. <laughs> What I like is the idea of a broth (laughs) in a cup. Yes, no, I love the the Brodo thing. I've never gotten the Brodo. Yes. Or maybe I did once in my life because they're like $10 or whatever. And like you you walk around like a latte, but you're sipping broth. I mean, which is fabulous. Is it?Eah. (laughs) That's huge. I mean, I'm not trying, like, like, you know, like that sounds crazy to me. Like Really? Yeah, that sounds like really like gross and like kind of the worst of all worlds. But see, I think that is the common, (laughs) like I remember when Bone Broth first came out and people were like, are you fucking kidding me, these hipsters? And I was like, this is the best day of my life. So it's like soup without any food in it. Yes. And I also, by the way, I would never, I feel like the idea of it, like I love that, like seeing a woman in Lululemons with Mm. her little coffee cup of Bone Broth. I love Mm. that. I am not personally throwing down 12 for a cup of <laughs> for a cup right of i would never actually yes, totally <laughs> Imagine, I, I actually <laughs> like it more in theory yeah is it like, what's the like is it that you like the taste or is it like good for you or like what's the appeal good for you because it's like keto right or it is like know, okay you're having protein. chicken stock <laughs> yeah you're not eating it's like you're getting just like good fats and that's i guess that's what i'm curious about because i'm like i to be fair, I think it tastes, it sounds delicious, but I would never consider it healthy because you're having oil, basically. Yeah, but isn't broth good for you? Like, isn't broth just good for you, though? Like, sure. Because, right. It's, it's not like bad. when you have like chicken noodle soup when you're sick, it's good for you. Right. Okay. Like, well, like, it's like, no, if you had a raw, like, that would be so naughty if you were just straight up drinking like ramen broth and it was like so <laughs> fatty and like, <laughs> that's what I, I feel like I need to be getting. Yeah. Also, or just big Dunkin' Donuts cup. You're like, what are you drinking? What if Dunkin' started doing bone broth? Like how they recently started avocado toast. Avocado toast. Yeah, no, it's, we're honestly moments away from a huge extra large iced Dunkin'. And that's exactly what I was going to say. Macchiato. Oh my God. (laughs) What I was going to say is doing iced bone broth is like, that's going to, someone will do that in the next year. Well, I found this like 60s ad for Campbell's that was for beef broth. And it was like, the ad was like soup on the rocks. And the ad was soup, beef broth being poured into a glass, like a, you know, a highball glass. Mm-hmm. And that was the 60s. Yeah. So they've done oh, it people all. People forget how like food culture used to be way more fucked up than it is now. <laughs> I mean, the idea of like, sal- like a jello salad is more fucked up than anything we're doing right now. Right, then Dunkin' Avocado Toast. Yes. I, I'm just not, I'm biased because I'm not a soup head in general. Oh. I I find yeah. soup to be annoying mostly. Interesting. I agree when people, like I like soup, but when people are like, uh, my favorite food is soup. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, so no, not like soup season, pasta <laughs> yeah. or lamb right. on a spit. Like you're going just soup first. Right. I can I do, do like a, a stew. stew better than a soup. I love a stew, but a soup, it's too much liquid. If I wanted liquid, I would drink a water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right if i'm fucking thirsty i'll grab water okay 
and I don't have to heat it up. Sheesh. Sheesh. My issue with soup is the same issue I have with tea, where it's just too damn hot. <laughs> I and you're yes. waiting. It's yes. like you're hungry. It's like, oh my god! Oh so my now god. And then, and then it gets the right hours. temperature, and you have to race before it gets too cold. Oh, you have maybe one minute flat <laughs> of it being the right temperature. You have twenty seconds to eat your entire bowl of soup. <laughs> no, I would like soup if it came with like a bubble tea straw, and you could slurp it all up. And like, so there were still big chunks in it. Okay, but, but okay. Sam, then I'm now, then you're we're burning now, your mouth. it's like, then wouldn't you like bone broth if that was the case? So but you want I, a soup to be a drink. You do want the Duncan broth. You, you want literally the want the Duncan cup. broth. <laughs> <laughs> you're twisting my words. That's not what I said. Um, I do love like to go off of the, to, to do, to do the drinkable soup fully. It's like, okay, you're actually getting like a butternut squash ginger soup in a cup with a with a boba straw. See, that would be great. You like that more yeah. than a broth. Yeah. I mean, I, you right, know what, I'm, I'm open food, to it. Sorry? <laughs> baby food. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Sam, that's baby food. <laughs> oh no, I want baby food. Don't tell anyone. Do you, I literally, I have such strong memories of my mom like letting me have a little taste of my little sister's baby food. Cause I was like, oh, I wonder what it tastes like when I was like, you know, my sister was like a little kid and I was like five. And I do remember it tasting so good. And every now and then I like, <laughs> will be in the grocery store and look at baby food and I'll be like, mm. would you ever kind of throw it in? You're kind of, no, I've like, never done no it. No one knows I truly, like guilty Sundays. I, I like... truly <laughs> would feel psychotic, but I am, but it's just like, I'm I had curious. a friend, a very good friend in college who did recreationally by baby food. Baby food? Yeah. Wow. It was just like, I like it, you know? Yeah. And That's ate it. That's crazy. It looked gay guy. So gay, gay, a gay guy. Gay guy. Yeah. Wow. And now I mean, I've that's seen like everything. classic. It's like he took the like rave kid with a pacifier thing too far and now he's yes. actually a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Full baby cosplay. Do we think we got to the bottom of quarter zips? I, oh my God, we've like been recording for an hour. Yeah. Um, whew, uh, I think so. I think so. I think we really figured it out with the kind of the functionality and the enabling of the abuse of the, but just one more thing to do just to ask you guys, do you think, I guess, Sam, you were kind of the one who showed more interest. Do you think you, I could see you in a, like um, a sweatshirt, not mm -hmm. the, the sweater quarter zip, the sweatshirt quarter zip. I think if I found like, like I could have fun with it if it were like but i would ruin it because with my you know brooklyn irony i'd probably try to find like a stupid vintage one that like looked old and looked like 90s-y mm -hmm. and then it would be like fun and cool which ruins it as soon as right. it's cool you've ruined it it has right. to be not getting the most serious and you're laying right with the all the seven chromatica shirts you have and <laughs> I never should have revealed. I'm that so was that shocked even me. I have. And to that say. makes me feel so good because I am kind of like a merch hound, and I have too many teas. And you know, I'm you know a band. You know, I love a band. Tea, you know, tea, I'm always on eBay, just scrolling, scrolling, and you know, <laughs> for you to buy three chromatic teas. Steve <laughs> quarter zips. I almost bought. There's this account I follow called that's about um guys in the North Shore of Boston who are all very quarter zip eating roast beef sandwiches <laughs> um, called North Shore Beefs. And I, and I bought their calendar 
Love that. Uh, which went to charity. Awesome stuff. Um, <laughs> the charity is like right wing. <laughs> no, no, it's very just like, I'm like, I'm like, this is for charity. It's like full, like veterans. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like veterans, uh, like pro-life. Or Trump. <laughs> Perfect charity tax write-off. But I was in their merch store yesterday and I was about to buy a t-shirt and I was like, do you just, you haven't even unpacked all your clothes and mm-hmm. do you need to add? Here's what um, I think would bring everyone together. If Lady Gaga released a Chromatica quarter zip. Yeah. Yep. I mean. Here we go. That's the unity we need. That that's is the unity Joe Biden's United yes. America. I do that think Joe Biden's, Biden's America is a Chromatica quarter zip. I mean, I could really see. Well, actually, no, I feel like Kamala, if I'm not wrong, in the famous we did it, Joe. Is wearing a quarter zip? I want to say she's wearing a quarter zip. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. <laughs> If, I could if be... she is wearing a quarter zip, that blows this whole thing up. That, yeah, that is... no, she's retweeting this episode. Oh my God. <laughs> Lily, you are right. Stop. She's wearing oh. a Nike quarter zip. How oh. deep does this thing go? So it's true, right? It's like now we're in quarter. And now zip. we're in the, yes. Qu- quarter zips right, are in the White House. Trump's country was so, right. It was like massive Trump tea was flag. It was, you know, mm-hmm. you know the back to the graphic tea baggy suit and now we're back to quarter zip neolib kind of yeah, yeah. well wow. right it's like it's also like the original quarter zip the j crew quarter zip the brooks brothers quarter zip at least is classic but the exercise quarter zip is neolib it's right. neolib yes because it's like dressing the up fun- and the function, functional yeah. quarter zip i mean yeah. how disgusting is that right it's adding a little bit of formality to the run which is maybe why you know supposedly she was on a run Right. You know, whatever. And then we did it, Joe. And then it's like, no, it's like she's kind of dressing up the yeah. making it a little bit pantsuit nation, but making yeah. exercise. It's pantsuit nation, but making women in tech. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> wow. 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 Um, okay. I've been Sheesh. Shocked. That was a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? Good. I will say one final point for me uh, is that. Uh, my boyfriend does have a quarter zip that he wears occasionally and I think it's hot. It wow. is. He wears it sincerely and he can only, I feel like there's a certain man that can really pull off a, a lame, plain look and he can really crush it and it, he sells he sells the realism for me and it's hot. That's so beautiful. Wow. I love this that. kind of love reveal. <laughs> of Like it's all come back to the sort of, you're like, well, and that's what's perfect. It's like, right, you don't need to get this vintage mm-hmm. 90s you know it's indiana hoosiers exactly. dead stock quarter zip it's like no just appreciate your fine man wearing <laughs> a serious ass quarter zip and you just being turned the freak yeah. on by that. it's just so nuts that it actually is true that it's all about confidence with mm. fashion stuff like you think like no you need the it's like Literally, some of the hottest people can wear absolute trash and 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 look incredible. So then, I think what we're saying is, the man makes the clothes. The man the makes, man the, quarter makes the quarter zip. The, the quarter yeah. zip doesn't make the man. The quarter zip doesn't make the man. And the, or the woman. I think Kamala made right. her <laughs> Nike quarter Absolutely. zip. Absolutely. I think women can wear quarter zips. The awesome, amazing human being makes... <laughs> the awesome human... That's Wizard the thing. The human. awesome human... The beautiful human <laughs> makes the quarter zip. Uh, well, should we do our final seg? Let's do it. I Wow, I just thought of one. 
Wait, you should go first then. Okay. Oh, well, wait. Our final segment, Lily, is called Shout Outs, and we give a nod to one of the tenets of straight culture, which is the radio shout out. Think TRL, oh. think Z100. You're giving a shout out back to your girls and boys back home. So I'll go first. What's up, listeners? I want to give a quick shout out to when you light a match after you poop in a bathroom. It is mm. such an incredible invention, and it is so... Uh, my favorite thing, get ready for this, getting a, a thing of matches from, let's say, callback, Balthazar or the Odeon or something, putting it in your bathroom, and then you're giving people an elite matchbox with which to cover the smell of their poops. There is nothing more glamorous <laughs> than that. So I, and I, it's one of those things, it's like how bananas come in their own shells. It's like one of those things where it's like nature really provides. And I consider the production of matches to be nature and not uh, industry. So <laughs> shout out to that. Woo! Um, I think I have one. Okay. What's up, freaks and losers? I want to give a huge shout out to the Eagle. I saw on Instagram that the leather bar, the Eagle, is reopening, and they set it via an animation that looks like it was made by a high schooler in a class learning how to make animations. I thought it was so wholesome and funny to uh, have this cheap little animation on their Instagram and be like, coming soon. And it's like using like weird leather and bear imagery and also like an American flag for some reason it was kooky it was silly and those people are psycho but in a nice way i think for the most part shout out to the ego i'll be there soon Woo! Woo! lily now take it away girl okay what's up you sunday freaks shout out to my new kitchen sink woo! because woo! it has the spray on function and the stream function Hell yeah. Oh, so yeah. you can really spray all over those dishes and then, or you can stream hard right into a cup. Leak it, bitches. <laughs> Hashtag leak it. Hashtag leak it, bitches. <laughs> leak it nation. <laughs> leak it nation. Wow. Um, that, I love it. That's huge. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Also, I know I'm kind of just moving based right now and mm -hmm. my old kitchen sink only had boiling hot water. <laughs> <laughs> like the cold my function, kitchen like sink has all those functions but it's a cheaply made thing so i literally swear to god have to wear an apron when i do my dishes because no. otherwise water gets everywhere no i feel like my yeah it's like water's everywhere to get a glass of water i have to just wait for 10 minutes for the yeah. water to cool down it's like reverse of shower and then Can so I, okay, much what ice. is your opinion on getting water to drink from the bathroom which has colder water well that's that's how I lived my life. I I, my I started I always doing that. had to go to the bathroom yeah. to get the water because I wasn't yeah. gonna wait, or I would chill water. Mm -hmm. Um, I never got a Brita because I'm like Britas are fake. Same, but then you think like, what is in those pipes? True. I mean, we're all like drinking lead or yeah. whatever. But I've never, but I've never gotten. But but despite that, I've never have not had tap water. I just, you know, I'd rather die than wait for that Brita to fill up. That <laughs> oh shit my, drives me yes. fucking bonkers. Yeah. I would go so far as to say Brita is straight culture. Yes. Yeah. It's so it's, old. it's like protein powder. Mm -hmm. Suburbs. Like, yeah, suburbs. You're like, yeah, we're like an awesome, clean, straight couple who has a Brita. Babe, can you fill up the Brita? 
<laughs> yeah very yeah. and there's a rule like we'll make sure you keep the cover off the brita till it's done draining right. and, and it's all and, very hanging on by a thread it's like oh, it babe, was you gotta turn. go pick up yeah. brita filters <laughs> yes Ugh, yeah, well, toxic well <laughs> this well, has been an incredible conversation this has been lovely this was a joy you guys honestly you woke me up here i was <laughs> Sleepy. I know it's kind of now we're cooling down at seven, rare. And nine, right? But as the sun is coming down, yeah. 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 For the listeners, it is seven p.m. I'm ready to start my day now. Um, well, thanks so much for doing the pod. Um, and, no, thank you. This an absolute so fun. pleasure. Um, and should we? We never ever do this, but should we? Like, would it be like? conservative politically of me to like plug lily's podcast i, I mean oh my I god we should we praise should. you we've li- the thing is lily we literally never do that <gasps> we're so like, much so that we have we haven't plugged people that have like <laughs> television shows coming out <laughs> and, but uh but you know there's a we're about chance. to cross we're about to cross so uh so we are in the sense sister pods right we, so yeah. Lily's podcast with past guest Stephen Phillips Horst, who in fact was a guest along with another person, where Lily got her own episode, which I'm sure, you know, we'll be will be a strand a on your strong email from Stephen. Yeah, um, no, I mean, I kind of that's super fun that I got my you got your own pod, episode. and they had to kind of do this dual right host and also, together pod I mean, between yeah. you and me. It's like our audience has only grown, so because they did it <laughs> to do it later, right? To do like, it later yeah. is like more. Yeah, it you more people will listen to this episode not because they not because of any other reason, but just like they did it on the earlier side. Yeah, now you guys have a massive fan yes. base. Now it's like yeah, we're it's... actually going to be at Comic Con to promote yeah, this we're episode. Global and esports and yeah. esports. <laughs> actually, the... this episode is technically esports. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, but Lily and Steven's podcast is called Celebrity Book, Celebrity Club, Book Club, and it's a very funny. And you talk about celebrity memoirs. And like, yes, the Pete Sampras episode was huge for me because to me, and I told Steven this, Pete Sampras to me is like, it's the same way I feel about, or the same way we're supposed to feel about like really flamboyant gay people where I'm like, oh my God, they're not supposed to know we look like that. That's how I feel about Pete Sampras being Greek, where I'm like, he looks so Greek. I'm like, oh God, I don't want people to know we look like that. Oh, it's so kind of the self hate. What's also, what's so Greek about you is that it was the Andre Agassi episode, but obviously Sorry, we talked but you, about- but you talked about Pete Sampras. We talked about <laughs> yes. Pete Sampras and you're like, well, I'm just calling it the name of the Greek <laughs> yes. person. So you're so right that it was yeah, Andre you're Agassi. you're just like, yeah. the, the Pete Sampras episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and you're kind of- it writes this embarrassed of just like oh he's so greek look at everyone thinks we're just wait i forgot yeah of course (laughs) um yes of course andre agassi's book open i still remember the title right i don't Hmm. know if pete sanfras maybe he has book. i don't think he has a book andre agassi is hot yeah no he's super hot i mean and what he kind of said i really i he says pete sanfras was like boring too so well pete sanfras is boring and also like a huge narcissist oh yeah like he like literally will give a speech when he like wins a grand slam and be like it is so nice to feel like i'm the best and also be recognized for it and like pause for applause (laughs) is that greek culture that seems not greek to me i I don't uh, who knows who (laughs) knows figure that out sometimes i'm like am i embarrassed to be greek maybe i don't know (laughs) i think you should be but honestly um i am excited to eat lamb off a spit uh in three weeks um well let's all meet back up then yeah yes, do let me know where the lamb spits are i will i will i'm, <laughs> I'm literally taking julia claire to greek church on easter because she's curious about it culturally 
Wow. Yeah. Well, um, this has been wonderful. This has been so fab. And thank you again for breaking the rules and plugging my pod that way. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah please. The, the sirens are outside my house. They're coming for us. Podcast, We've officially please. gone corporate. No, corporate. no, seriously, with the Nordstrom Rack and plugging pods, it's also now we're all, you know, a few pods, like all of a sudden our lives are just based on talking about the iTunes store. It's yeah. like, it's when did that weird. become our lives? I know. You know, it's actually so depressing. No, the whole let's, thing. Not, let's not talk about it. Okay, we okay, can't that's, focus on it. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 just shop at Nordstrom Rack, listen to Celebrity Book Club, celebrate Greek Easter, and stream Chromatica. And stream Chromatica. Buy a quarter zip. Buy a quarter zip. Buy a quarter zip. Add Nordstrom Rack. Okay, bye. 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 bye.